Right, that's right, that's right. And I am the other half of your dynamic duo. Yes. I go by the name of Y Square. What you doing here? Yes. I'm trying to see, make sure that we are up uh, properly on Facebook for the people to see us. You guys may hear us. I believe you are. You know, but then again, you might, you know, if you don't see us, you guys will be able to see us in a minute. So just stay there, stay tuned, stay in. Shouts out to Grown Gang um, coming in on the Instagram live officially. Tiffany coming in, Scott Johnson. I see you. Nikki is in here already. Yes. Um, of course. Uh, we got some people on Facebook too. Queen City yeah. popping in here too. And I definitely got some people on Facebook. Um, Queen City popping. We had some of that um, vegan gluten free mm. popcorn. That vegan vibe they put in that bag. Oh, wow. That yeah. Didn't last. That didn't Boy, last. That was good. You had some. Oh, oh I did. I sure did. I sure did. I sure did. We gotta go back and get some of that. Yeah. Big, big, big show tonight. Big show. We got oh let me shout out to a couple of people who are in Facebook watching right now. And we're gonna get it up for y'all in a hot second. But we have ODG Lee. What's up, family? Appreciate you. Wheelchair Mafia. What's up, Tabitha Hicks? Thank you for joining. And JD Houston. Thank you. Always appreciate you joining and giving us a Houston, we have a problem. So okay. big, big show. It's a big deal going on over here. Mm-hmm. Okay, representing the Ford. 
Yes. Right. One of my favorite areas of town. Boy, listen, I like how they get down. Trust me, they're going to get it together over there because they got the help of some good brothers and some good sisters like this young lady right here, Yolanda and Yes, in the studio. And I'm sure Charlotte, you guys know her already because of what she does in the community. I know her as a boss female, a power sister, um, one of my melanin sisters as well. She um, is also the owner and operator of the Doobie School of Cosmetology and she owns salons and and everything. So she's just done so much. So welcome, Teresi, to the studio Thank and to Growman Conversation. Growman Conversation, you pull us a little closer. Go ahead. Yes, Thank yes. Thank you for having me. Awesome. We're in here. here. We I are love. in here. Yes, we're glad that you are here in the building. So first and foremost, because there's a lot that we want to get to with you tonight, um, and there's a lot that you do Absolutely. first. Um, but for the folks who um, might be just watching for the first time and might just be you know, introduced to you for the first time, whether they're watching or they're listening to us, you know, I told them, yes, you do own a hair school, you are a cosmetology, but how did you get started? And, and did you own a salon before you went to the school? Did you do hair before you went? Like, what is your story? Absolutely, absolutely. My story, I started out doing hair. Mm -hmm. um, I graduated from cosmetology school in 94, mm -hmm. and I opened my first salon at the age of 21. All right. And I had six salons in Charlotte up until around 2014 is when I started to venture over into the beauty school. Okay. So I have the beauty school. Now on 2107 Bettysburg Road is the Doobie Shop School of Cosmetology. That's there. Yes. That's there. So I'm a retired hairstylist. I know, that's right. And that's amazing because um, we know, of course, we got a little bit of history. We know Absolutely. each other from back in the hair days. I also um, started hair and opened up my uh, first salon. I was a little younger than, uh, older than you started. I start, I opened up my first salon at 26, but I got into um, the hair industry right after high school. So 1920 went right into working with uh, Sheer Illusions at that time. You know, Benji and Anthony yes, were real big. Yes. yes. So I was at the Yellow in. House on Central Avenue. And then at the other salon, I know, right? Yes. And then I went to back. the um, right to the Ryan other salon Ryan that was exact. Yes. Oh, Brian, yes. everybody. So it was like a circle of us, and it's so good to see how. Um, even though I transitioned out of hair, I still feel like I'm in the health and beauty and that type of thing, and I still, you know, do my own. Thank you, sis. But how was that transition for you, and what was that like? Because I'm, you know, we're grown now. We're approaching our fifties. So opening the salon, you know. When you were 21, was that scary? And then you had six in Charlotte. Yes, it was very scary because I didn't know. I learned a lot by trial and error. Mm -hmm. um, so the first salon was Heads Up on the 36th of the Plaza. My brother-in-law, uh, we opened that salon. He had a barbershop. I had the salon. I was just graduating. He was like, hey, let's do this. You know, I was like, I don't know anything about all right. owning the business. He was like, well, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. So we opened. Um, we did that for 10 years. And I changed over to the doobie shops in nine, in 2000. Okay. Um, I decided I wanted to move from a booth rental type situation to more of a salary, commission based, and more have more control of my business. Gotcha. And when I did that, that's when I went from one salon to six salons within like one year. Wow. Go ahead, Madam CJ. I know, right? You better capitalize <laughs> on that. Know. One of the things I love about your spot um, is good energy mm -hmm. around your spot. People have this thing about Bayesford Road, and I get it. Mm -hmm. But when they talk about Bayesford Road, it seems like they talk about one stretch from, from like Oak Lawn down to like past the Burger King. That's mm -hmm. all. Bayesford Road, understand, runs all the way down. And at one time, 
all of Charlotte's black millionaires right. was right there off the base or staying in Hyde Park. Yeah, Hyde Park. That's and right. so the there's money. a lot of good energy over there. And when the peacekeepers and the brothers from the nation get some, we would go over there and we would um, do our patrol yeah. on, on, on Saturday. We would always today. pray in front of your shop. Mm-hmm. And you had opportunities for people. They were selling the goods outside of your shop. And it was just such a vibrant place. And my question is, what made you pick Beattysburg Road? And why do you still stay? Even after what happened over when they had the protests and what they did with the vandalism to your shop out of all the shops. Mm-hmm. Why do you still continue to stay? Why I stayed was the reason I came. I didn't choose Betty's Ford. I feel like Betty's Ford Road chose me. Okay. I had to go where my people was. Mm-hmm. So at that time, in 2005, I had the, the Sunset location mm-hmm. and the corner of Betty's Ford and LaSalle that location I knew was a thriving area, mm-hmm. so I opened there. I had no idea what my purpose was at that time that I opened there. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I said, you know what? I'm going to get in here. I'm going to run my business. And I'm going to go home, and I'm going to come back. And after five years, I started to walk into that purpose of being on Babies for a Road. Yeah. When I started to see the purpose for being there. And God showed me. He said, I bless you too much for you just coming here and walking in and out these doors without giving back to this mm. community that now is giving back to you. Yeah. And that was one of the points, Yolanda, you remember me seeing, because I was down there. And I left before all of that jumped off. And I was saying, even on the radio, I was like, you going to go and you vandalize the same someone place who is of the community. And helping. Now, I understand food line, but they are in the community because that money that you pump into there, all of that goes back to the headquarters mm-hmm. and out of the community. That's They're right. just in the community. That's right. The doobie shop is of the community. That's right. She mm-hmm. funnels money back mm-hmm. into the community. And you got to understand that sometimes when you get ready to throw something, you got to pull it back. Right. Because you understand what you're getting ready to do. That's right. And then go <laughs> go over there. That's right. And do that. Right. Yeah. That's right. How did that make you feel though? To to you know, to actually walk up and see your business vandalized and knowing that of course it was probably some people who looked exactly like us and knowing who you were and knowing that that was a doobie shop. For one, it's a two part question. How did you feel when you saw it? And what gave you the strength and the courage to bounce back and reopen and stay there? Well, I, I always tell my students that we are in Base 4 in the community, but we're not of Base 4. We are mm-hmm. that shining light in Base mm-hmm. 4. Okay. We are that safe haven on Base 4 Road. Whatever is going on outside of their doors is not going on inside of here. Mm-hmm. So God has kept us there. I had six salons in Charlotte. That Base 4 and LaSalle location is the only location that's never had a break-in. Wow. wow. God has covered and kept us at that location. Because I give so much back to that area, they, they really covered and kept us. They did a small amount of vandalism, but it wasn't anything near like what they did to the food line and okay. other locations okay. in that area. Okay. Because they really, you know, I, I always tell them, don't look down on anyone unless you reach down and help them up. Right. So they, 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 they get that. You know, we feed them. We do a lot for the community. So they, they look out. We had a lot of city county officials over there. I was calling like, hey, y'all look out. Right. Look out for my business. They was like, we got you. 
Yeah, yeah she's so it, it it was all right. It was okay. Tell you the secret. Yeah, what's the secret? Oh yeah, you know them. Yeah, you got the tights. <laughs> you got the well, hustle right man, hustle man. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Like my favorite pair of tights. He bought me some tights. Yeah, pull them out tonight. Pull them out. I, know. <laughs> I need to put some tights on. <laughs> you can get it all. You can get it all on the floor. Oh all. yes, you can. Make no mistake about it. Exactly. Right over that cat corner from that family dollar. Yeah, yeah. Right there. Going down. Right there. So, sis, how did you um, fare during COVID and mm. during the shutdown? You know, with everything that you do in the community um, and your business being community-driven and the fact that, you know, not only were you helping provide a trade, but a service, yep. but prepping, you know, other folks to be able to go out and start their own businesses and get into the workforce. Yeah. How did you sustain? Did you have to fully shut down? Did you get creative and do virtual? Like, did your students... You know, have to get out of class. Like, how did you manage to work that and keep it afloat? Absolutely, we we went we went virtual. Oh, <laughs> like wow. oh wow! And actually, we tripled our enrollment when we went virtual. Are you serious? Because there were so many individuals at home that wanted something positive to be doing while they were still at home. Mm-hmm. So it felt good to give people something good and positive to look up to, and to look forward to while they were at home. And a there trade so that they can learn and open their own business. They could keep on thriving while they were at home. Wow. Was it easy, though, to do that? Because I know when I went to school, it's so hands-on. You know what I mean? And then you had the teachers walking around. If you didn't put the roller on properly, if you weren't doing that cut, that <laughs> angle. Yeah, they could come in. And, and so how how did that, like, how, how was that transition? It was, it was difficult. It was very difficult starting out because no one had done that before. And that was a small percentage of schools. I mean, some of the major franchise schools did not make it through that transition. Yeah. And we wow. made it. And we did not close, not one day, unless we had an outbreak. We didn't close. We continued on during that. We went to virtual school. Now, the only issue was, again, hands-on, because I'm very Mm hands-on. I firmly believe you cannot be in this industry if you don't get the feedback from your clients. Mm -hmm. So we started opening on Saturdays eventually. Okay. And then eventually we went back to opening on our regular schedule. And and it worked out. So you were still able to touch your clients in some capacity and aspect, even during the pandemic, if we closed for about three to four months. Oh, and we wow. were all online for that time. Right. So Absolutely. folks couldn't even get their hair done. They it could was not just, get their hair yeah. done at all. And then you open back up. And then we open back up only on Saturdays. And we'll alternate the students half on one Saturday, half, half on the on. other. Okay. What did that you learn about yourself during the pandemic? I learned about myself that this industry, this hair industry, it can't be replaced with a computer. It can't be replaced with anything else that is very much needed. Barbers, hairstylists, mm-hmm. nail techs, mm-hmm. they're needed. So I learned that this is an industry that will always be here. And the individuals that wanted that degree, it came even during the pandemic. They was like, I want to get my license. As soon as you say that yeah. industry, it's always going to be. Yeah. They talk about doctors. They talk about morticians. Mm-hmm. And everybody's on K-Sick and everybody's right. on doctors. And hairstylists. And you talk about hairstylists. Now let's need think to do hair in the they future. Let's get right. futuristic, and let's see that the world is going to artificial intelligence. You see robots uh, moving people out of jobs. Do you ever think there would come a time when you go in the salon and it ain't a real person like you? Yeah. It is artificial intelligent person doing your hair or AI cutting your hair in a barber chair, or is it always going to be a real person? I don't think that can. 
You might see it in, it, it, I don't either. You might see it tried in a white salon. They might end up pulling out something that shampoo. Well, why are they going to do it first? Because, <laughs> right, me too. But um, I think, like you said, it would never happen in the black salon. I don't think so. You know, we are very hands-on. Right. So very touching detailed. my hair and, and the way you touch my hair and mm-hmm. wash it can tell me a lot if you're going to be able to do my hair. That's, that's how I was. That's the confidence. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. And yeah. so, yeah, that robot honey gets slapped right on the crust of the room. She can serve some fries, but you can't do that. Right. You cannot do that. Chocolate over what up? Nikki is in here. Son is in from Barbados. Son D. Son D. Um, North Carolina Lux is in here. Probably What's got up? A NC Lux. House shoes. In a fur coat. Okay. Sitting there watching. And a chinchilla. <laughs> yes. With shades on. Yes. Watching. Because that's how he do Because his sun is always shining. That's okay. Why. And a cup with rhinestones on it. Come why on now. Do it? And I'm matching you. I got my hey, little rhinestone pineapple with cup. With cherries in your cup. Let's say cheers, NC Lux. If y'all don't know NC Lux, make sure you go follow him. Mm-hmm. And if y'all don't know about the doobie shop and this young lady, mm-hmm. make sure that you go follow her and make sure that you also go see her. Yeah. Put your eyes on her. Yeah. And that'll get you on Bay Sword Road. Yeah. And let you see what's going on over there because I'm telling you. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, I get it, but it's some good energy on the board. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't know why, but every time I go over there, I make it my business mm-hmm. to go into that family dog. I don't know what it is. Maybe because my brother's out there with the final calls, <laughs> but I always hit that family Dollar, you got to go in there. Okay? For some reason. But, you got you know, to. You got to love your people. You do. And you can hear it and you can feel it when you talk about it, especially when you say, why you over there? Mm-hmm. When you say, you think Baseball called you and for you to continue to thrive mm-hmm. and then come through that quote-unquote pandemic the way you did. You yeah. still got to support the people. Yeah. But like you said, a lot of people fell by the wayside. And, and a lot of the big corporations. They victim to that. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to be out of Charlotte like two years ago, I had relocated to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Uh-oh. And I opened a school there. And God called me right back to Betty's Four Road. I was like, I'm done. I'm done now. I'm out of Betty's Four Road. Wow. And I got called back because I also have a mental health and behavioral health agency. Okay. So the work that I've been doing on Betty's Four with the peace rallies and the mm-hmm. violence and mm-hmm. the giving back things called me back for my mental health and behavioral health agency. And a door got opened up for that. And wow. I got to right back to this. See? Look at God. Won't he do it? In the best sense of, of expression. Yeah. Because she got called back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She got called Go back. back. You will be where you are supposed, supposed to, to be, be if he sets the GPS. A mm-hmm. lot of people say, I'm supposed to be here, but you're not. You chose to be here. Right. You to come here. But <laughs> right. when you have the feeling of this is exactly where you are supposed to be. And that also means that you're getting closer mm-hmm. or you're getting closer or you have found your why. That's right. And once you find your why, everything else opens up. That's it. Because it's all love. That's all energy, it. everything opens up. That's yeah, it. That's it. The purpose. So what would you say your specialty was? Okay, oh, uh, and Doobies. Right. I was going to say the doobies. Were you the queen of the doobies? Because I was the queen of cuts. And weave. I could cut that hair up, baby. Really? Like nothing up. Yeah, I have to do it like that. Seriously. And I could put that weave up in there, baby. Make it look like you grew it out your own body. Out your own head. <laughs> so what's the specialty about the doobie shop? 
Well, the, the specialty, of course, was the duties. Um, mm-hmm. I, I always wanted to provide services that they individuals, professionals in the industry could get multiple times a week, hair flowing, soft hair that's not hard, that's yes. healthy, and be able to come in affordable as well. Yeah. So I'm from upstate New York. I'm from Rochester. Right? Okay. So we had all these doobie shop, but they were called studio this, studio that. But I said, nobody's calling it the doobie the shop. shop. So when I called it the doobie shop, everybody was like, It was like a no-brainer. I should have thought of that. Right, right, right. right. So I had a system going. You had to get that doobie done in a certain amount of time when you couldn't get hired. I know. That's right. And so did you have a technique like mine? I used to put the saran wrap around it. The the silk wrap. Yes. Yes. I'm loving this right now. I'm going to come back to high school. I'm loving this right now. I like sign up for cosmetology. Come on back. I've been out about that for real that is how it was always a passion of mine and I still to this day Some you know do my own hair they say yeah they still think I do hair and they say hey you want to still she's still doing hair, doing hair? yeah and I, and I would be like no not yeah like she used to right but I would love to be around the students and yeah we don't talk about that Okay, yeah, that's what we're talking. I know, but look, we got to take this time right quick and shout out our sponsors. Let's shout out for one wines with Brian. As you guys see, we drinking, uh, me and my sister Teresa drinking our wines with Brian. Yeah, I know he's on his juice. We're doing over here, all right. We also got to shout out our sponsor, Grown TV Network. Yes, make sure you go to GrownTVNetwork.com and watch the live visual episodes of uh, Grown and Conversations visual podcast. You can also watch other content and creative content from other black content creators from around the world. So support, support, support Grown TV Network. Grown Fit. Yes. All right. Grown that fit team where? making it happen. Mm-hmm. Official, unofficial, mm-hmm. launched but not launched. Mm-hmm. Um, we got now and next. Mm-hmm. Make sure you go. It's all about the support. Mm-hmm. Grownfitwear.com. Grownfitwear.com. Um, Shouts out to the boy Carolina Blue Cigars. Yeah. Drawing us in here. Um, Chocolate O. What's up, Chocolate O? Drawing us in here. Um, Burr House Home Decor. John B. Owen. And we are rolling with. It's Teresi. Yes. Right? Because, you know, you can't, that means you can't say Teresa because it'll go down. Right. You better pronounce the name right. Right. Because she don't like that. I'm and sure, she's from Rochester, New York. And I'm sure <laughs> plenty of people it'll go done. down now. What do, what do you say when they, yeah, when they call you I'm Teresa? I'm sure it happens. I'm sit back and wait for get right. Oh, get it. Teresa. Yeah, like Therese. 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 Ooh, yeah. look. We, we put Teresa no on it. I asked. You said Teresa. No, 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 no. I was going to say that to the show. I was going to put it on the show. No, I asked. Okay, because I don't. The, one thing you can't do is mess up a black woman now. I know, right? Because you'll get checked. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. No, that's okay, not how you right. pronounce it, sir. <laughs> okay, then. It's close enough. Okay, then. Mm-hmm. What you got, boo? What I got? Yeah. Got more conversations. I know. I was just saying, what do you have? Oh, okay, I'm well. Because you like, yeah. Hey, what you got now? So, I mean, just for one, continue to talk about the business. One thing about Roman Conversations is we like to call it the lost art of conversation and mm-hmm. the platform for people to speak their truth. Right. And um, bringing experts on like yourself who are experts in their field to give tangible information to people in the community that they can apply or either, you know, to their lives or to their business or whatever that may be. And, the fact that you are an entrepreneur doing several businesses, giving mm-hmm. back to the community, those community events and things that you do, um, 
with the school, what are some ways that people can support the efforts of what you're doing? Um, are like when you do your community events, are you just doing this all yourself? Are people able to donate to certain things? Even with the school, let's say if someone wanted to come to your cosmetology school, but they don't have the funds. Are there sponsorship programs or scholarship programs that are involved? Absolutely. And first I want to start by thanking you again for having me on here. When I saw you, I said, I gotta get on Yeah. So thank you for the platform. Absolutely. I, I appreciate it so much. Um, but so we have our next class that is starting August the 18th. Okay. Um, we have our open house that is this Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. And we do have a platform that I have created for individuals that cannot afford to go to school. Oh, I wow. created a nonprofit called Skill Builders Institute. All right. To have fun, I funded over 50 individuals and I've given free scholarships through that scholarship wow. for a cosmetology school and a barbering school and anything in the beauty industry that do not qualify, whether it's um, they don't qualify for financial aid, mm-hmm. um, convicted felons. For the first seven years, I wanted, and it's something about that number seven, yeah. I wanted to be a second chance school for individuals that just couldn't get it the traditional mm. way because I didn't get it the traditional way. Mm-hmm. I had to give that back first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So now that I've given that back in my seventh year, I'm now going to be the only female black entrepreneur beauty school in Charlotte and maybe more than surrounding area that is a NACA's accredited school. And that is financial aid. Wow. And that's huge. Even my mentors that I love dearly, which were the Dudleys, that were on Vegas World, yeah, did yeah. not have financial yeah. aid. So to Offer that type of opportunity to the base for a corridor is huge. Come on now. And like she so said, for those folks who need a second chance. Absolutely. I like yeah. that. She said something about that number seven. Seven is God. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, that that is the number right there. I got a question. It's random. It's time for a random question. It's time for Tone's <laughs> random question. Do you have some Caucasian females in there doing doobies? Absolutely. Okay. They doing doobies, finger waves. Can they do it? Can they do it good? They can. Absolutely. They take longer than other sisters. No, I have some. They're actually right with the right with our sisters. Yeah. That's excellent. And I always tell them hair is hair. Yeah. It it is. Kinky, curly, straight. Yep. It sure is. Because to be honest with you, I know for for me, and I'm sure for your school, all the mannequins. It's a white texture. You know, they may have mannequins now that's got different texture yep, hair that you can work hair. with. Yep. But when I was to cosmetology school at Olympic High School, you know what I mean? Back in 89, 90, exactly. We had them little white honey mannequin heads, the little white baby doll heads. Yes. So I actually could do Caucasian hair better than I could black. Well, I won't even say that because I started with my hair after one. But I was able to master both of them so well that I felt sometimes, you know, Caucasian hair was easier. Because when you're dealing with the different textures of black hair and, the, you know, strut and doing all that. But, um, yeah. So Karen that's, that's good doing to know. Doobies. Yeah. You better do it. Karen doing doobies because, again, hair is hair. And now we're in the industry to where we're not even wearing so much of our hair anymore. So yeah. it's really hair weave is hair. Yeah. So I always tell my students, hair is hair. Kinky, curly, straight, wavy. That's it. Yeah. It's not Caucasian or African American. It's, yeah. it's hair. Like, I have kinky. My hair from the motherland. Right? Mine too, boo. Mine from the motherland too, Lana. <laughs> oh, you is something. You hear me? Auntie? Yes. Um, they used to say, remember on school days 
walk to the food line. You think we don't know? Mm-hmm. You, don't, you oh, think we don't know? Now. Boy, we know. I know. We but know. listen, ain't nobody judging. You ain't on trial. Mm-hmm. Get it how you, you get, get it. Any men in there? Um, not right now, I don't, but I do have some starting in the August 18th class, and some of them are awesome. I have a, a graduate male student. He's opened three salons. Wow. Are you serious? Absolutely. Mr. Justice Lenoy doing amazing things. Yeah, we, we, we birth entrepreneurs. That is my main purpose. Yeah. Once I was an entrepreneur at 21, yes. I birthed entrepreneurs because what happened, why I got into the beauty industry, I went for an interview at, I think it was IBM, and they told me that I went through all the interviews I passed, but when the last one they came, they told me, you know what, did you know you were pregnant and went to take my drug test? I said, no, I didn't know that. So they didn't hire me. The next day, I started cosmetology school. I said, no one will ever be able to tell me yes. when and how I can feed my family. family. Come on now. You better yeah, let them that know. That is so important, that move. Yeah, right so I'm sure they not only get an education, but they get a sense of culture at the Doobie Shop. Absolutely. Cosmetology school, too. Correct, right? Absolutely. And you probably also instill in them that um, spirit and that mindset of entrepreneurship. Because sometimes people will get out of school and they find working in a hair salon and renting their booth. That's right. You know, they're not, you know, they're not necessarily expecting to go out and open a salon or let alone five or ten salons. So I like the fact that you are encouraging entrepreneurship and especially doing that for our community and for our people. Did you watch the Madam C.J. Walker show? Oh, did I? Okay, so what I'm saying, what I'm seeing is a direct parallel Mm -hmm. in her story and your story. And and both of them have the same outcome. Mm -hmm. Um, It is bigger than hair. Absolutely. Hair is really on the back end of all of this. It's just necessary because that's what the shop is about. Mm -hmm. But it's bigger than hair. There's a sense of pride of self. Mm -hmm. There's a sense of pride in community. Mm -hmm. You say we are in but not of. But there's still a sense of pride in community. An attitude of gratitude. Yeah. That I hear when you talk about the students, your story about the salons. She started with one, you started with one, you had six, she had several. She came into a product, you have a product, now you went to a school, she had a school, mm-hmm. her own products. It is the same setup because she said the same thing. I am here. This is for people like me to understand business, 
and how to be entrepreneurs. The hell was just because that's what we're doing. Because then rubber balls, you would have still been doing the same thing. Yeah. And still flourishing. Yeah. Because like you said, you get love on Bayesford Road. And you know how you get love because you can feel that extra energy, protection, mm-hmm. safeguard, because they know it's Teresa. Yes. You see? Yes. So they know easy. Be easy around here. You know, it, it, it shouldn't... It it's shouldn't, our people, we got Right. It. I'm sure I should hear a couple of that's Miss uh, Therese. Fine. I know. Miss Therese. Miss Therese. Right, right. They come by, they hold it. Yeah. Well, what they hold it? You know they hold it up. But they... Miss Therese. Got to take trash we out. We out here. Okay, I'll take trash out. We out here. $5. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take care of them. They'll take care of me. Yes. But that's the way it works. It's always worked like that in yeah. the community. And I was listening to a gentleman talk about, we really don't... Adrian was talking about this, and I went to a dialogue with dads. He said, we, we don't understand what a community is. Mm-hmm. He said, we think we got black communities in Charlotte. You got black areas that are that's heavily safe. populated by right. black people, mm-hmm. but that's not community. Yeah. Community had a sense of pride, and they had values. It was a system in the community, and each person looked out for each person. Mm-hmm. If the community was bigger than just what was there, it was who was there yeah. determined to keep it there. And you had a sense of culture. And baby sport has that. Yeah, absolutely. It has all of that. Yeah. So listen, if you haven't been and you haven't seen her shop, you owe it to yourself to go over there, go through there, mm-hmm. put your eyes on mm-hmm. it and see what they're doing over there because they're doing phenomenal things mm-hmm. over there. Phenomenal things. Yeah. I really think Yolanda all jokes aside, I think I'm dead serious. Tune back in, baby. Okay, because it's, <laughs> it's called muscle memory. It right now. It's called muscle memory. Yeah. If you tune back in with her, because you still have a deep passion for doing hair. Absolutely. And so I think if you tune in with her, you know, collaboration over competition, competition is incredible. Right. Absolutely. And I would, yes. You know? And that was always my first love and my clients and. And just helping people because it's so much more, like you said, than just doing hair. Mm-hmm. I used to feel like I would change lives in my chair. You do. The only other industry, the only other industry where we can have that type of impact is doctors, mm-hmm. dentists. Mm-hmm. We're hands on. Exactly. I have the clients that I've met are why I have a mental health agency. Yes. Why I have a beauty school. Yes. The networking that you don't get that anywhere right. other than the barbershop or the hair salon. Right. So I miss that part. Trust me. I miss You're that right. part. Even though I don't do hair anymore. Right. I miss that part of my clients. I miss that part of it too. And that was you know, and with you even saying that, it's so real because I transitioned out of hair because of the type of clientele I had and hearing the back end stories of what was going on with them. There was really no representation a lot of times for black local up-and-coming talent or black talent that was already kind of established and needed to go to that next level mm-hmm. without a management company or an agency trying to rape them. Mm-hmm. And so for me, hearing some of those authentic conversations from certain people who were in the industry and then meeting, you know, from who was a uh, local comedian life. at the time, they end up being my baby daddy. It then turned into my husband. <laughs> At the time when I met you, uh, you said, oh, no respect man. on his name. He said, oh, oh, no, 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 yeah, you did, because you oh, had no, Def Jam. You had Def Comedy. Yeah, you did. You had credits. Okay, You had credits. respect on it. You had credits. I had met a local comedian. No, man. Oh, no, man. You're right. You're right, boo. 
It was only local in my mind because of the first time I saw you was at, you know, Freaky Tuesdays, you know what I mean, for the comedy show. And I saw Tone X and he was up there telling jokes with Nate Quick and it caught me. You know, I remember. Yeah. Come up there with the douche shop. Yes. That logo hadn't changed. Yeah. No. We refurbished it, but it's still the same. It's consistent. It's trademark. So you got shirts and bags? Or no, 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 no bags. Just okay. shirts. Just shirts. Okay. No bags. Okay. Okay. I think a nice doobie shop backpack. Thank you. Or something. a nice doobie shop bag that had yeah, little compartments that I can keep my little colonizer. But we ain't going to give it away because we going to have five in there. Yeah, 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 yeah we uh, about to do some things. Look at uh, KD and James <laughs> uh, That's right, over baby. Here. All right, right. James, LeBron, and AD. That's right. This is LeBron and AD, baby. It ain't nothing Than seeing us mm-hmm. wanting to thrive, right, and see others thrive, right, and come together to establish something. Because a lot of times with us, man, they see what you're doing, they see the things you're doing within the community, but it still ain't good enough. Yeah, it still ain't good enough. We still gotta find a reason. Not to mess with the doomish. Do you deal with that? Like, has that have, have those things ever? Come up. I have, I have, and it, and it really aggravated me because I had an individual one day said, "Well, don't go to that school because it's on Baysport Road." Mm-hmm. But when I and, and my student was a very perturbed about it, mm-hmm. but when I spoke to my student, I said, "You're learning how to give back. You do community events. We volunteer at the uh, assisting living homes. We do back to school drives. We do uh, uh, Christmas drives. Mm-hmm. Name another one of your friends in the industry." That's doing those things. And she said, you know what? You're right. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you're always going to have the naysayers, right? Right. So I say the haters just make me stronger. Exactly. And I have a school today because a state board examiner told one of my stylists that I would not. She said she'll never get that school license. Are you serious? took me six times, failed the state board inspection to get that school license. And I kept coming back. You think that there was some racist, systemic racism in that? When I found out that I would be the only like female school with a, in Charlotte with a cosmetology school, then I understood why. Hmm. So, absolutely. Yeah, yes. see, you know and I... Oh, go ahead, baby. No, no, but, but that's real because, you know, I went to, um, and I don't know if you were in Charlotte then, but I went to Southeastern. That's where I graduated from. Girl, that's where I Miss Lord and Miss Hardy. They was, baby. Yes, and and first of all, it was very evident in that school that they were not necessarily fond of black girls unless you was good at what you did. And I, I got Miss. Come on, I was one of her favorites too. I want you to. Yes, I was like, no, I got something else. Come on now. See this? Ooh, this is the reason why. Yes, yes. Yes, wow. yes, graduated from Southeastern, baby. Yeah. So, you know, we got the same roots that's and the right. same, so that's why it's meant for us. I'm, I'm real excited about that. We're going to lunch. That's what happens with the yeah, that's what happens yeah. when the universe, you um, know. If you move with intention, mm-hmm. you'll always come across somebody mm-hmm. like minded and can move with you. The thing about us is we have to understand collaboration over competition, over competition. And that's one thing that was really big in the hair industry was competition. Is we were always put up to whether you were in a hair show, 
whether a hair battle, and then they start calling them hair battles. You know what I mean? It turns from a hair show to a hair battle. Or if you went to a stylist, you know what I mean? And, and, and then just, you know, my stylist is better or this stylist is better. But what I, I love about our generation, you know, and you and the Dorikas's and myself and the Solomons and the Solid J's and the Sparkles, you know, and I'm talking about folks who, who did hair back in the 80s and 90s and are still thriving and doing it now, the camaraderie and the respect. Like when somebody could do hair, you respected their work. Yes. You know what I mean? It wasn't a hate. It wasn't a situation to be like, you know, you might take my client. And then it was even with me, even if you did happen to take my client, you know, because sometimes clients move and they go on another side of town and you're not, your location might not necessarily be as convenient. Mm -hmm. What I love is being able to have that rapport of reference, you know, because if if that, I would refer my clients to someone who had that type of expertise and that type of quality so that you know that their hair could be taken care of. Mm -hmm. So, um, those are the things that I appreciate about, you know, when, you know, being in the hair industry when yeah, I was coming through. I miss that part. Hair shows. Yeah. We're having a hair show. The students are doing a hair show next Saturday, August the 21st. Okay. To go to the Barna Brothers show. It's in New Orleans this year. All and right. it's actually the same weekend of my uh, 50th birthday. So right. I won't be there, but y'all got to come support. And I'm teaching them. Y'all got to compete. They yes. don't do that anymore. Yeah. You get a sense of. Of recognition amongst your peers. Peers, yeah, you do. When you compete, you I do. Used to compete all the time. Yeah, with the Dorica sisters. Yeah, and it was it was good to be backstage the Nikki Long. Yes, Nikki Long. Yes, yes. There. Yeah, so you know they don't they miss that because everything is social media now. <laughs> right. So yeah. they don't compete. So I right. teach them. We compete. We have competitions every ninety days at the school. Awesome. I had one just one finger wave competition good. last week. Good. Yeah. Good. Oh, that's good. So Brown Brothers is in the Orleans. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the ATL was no that stomping ground. That's where you know. Well, that's where they did it. Exactly. Yeah, that's where they set it off at. That's where it's the foundation. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That is the foundation. Have you ever had to tell, you know, one of these students like like that, like they were doing something and you're like, you're like, like you're doing too much. Well, either right. you just Listen, not tough. You're, you're, you're not gonna be able to get it. Like you're not really getting it. I'm like I'm trying. But Come you on. don't waste your mama's money and Come don't on. waste your time. Like I'm trying. Gonna do that to me, y'all gonna do I that see the potential. Yeah, we want to know. That's you know, the truth. Like, not, and this is just a collective. This mm-hmm. ain't even individual. But mm-hmm. we, we, it has to be some balance in your shop. Everybody can't in there can't no. be on point. It's got to be somebody that's been called in the office like <laughs> and this. And say, look. Now, right across the street, <laughs> you see Family Dollar got hiring in the window, but you're going to come in here and chop this mannequin And want to be the doer the doobie? No. Chop the mannequin head the up, doobie boo. shop got a name. You know what? By the way, she laughing. You can tell <laughs> You know that this happens. a couple of them. There's a couple of family members now. <laughs> oh, okay. What oh. happens is we get caught up on the numbers, right? The money. Mm-hmm. So we think that the hair industry is just a quick, fast money. Right. And it's not that. If you don't have the passion for it, you cannot do the hair. Right. So I don't care how much you really want to make money if you don't have that passion or if it's just not in you it's just right. it's just not in you. it's just not in you yeah. and we have some that graduate and they go on they get licensed and that's it next thing i know they have bank of america they go right they don't even yeah they're not even in it but, but do you tell are you transparent with them if you see that in the student are you at least transparent with them to let them know i am transparent to let them know there's some individuals that are 
in this that are here to have a license to have some, a backup plan. Okay. And that's it. Gotcha. Because you don't want to be a friend. Yeah, you don't want to be a friend. Right. Exactly. But I say it's your backup plan. Okay. Absolutely. That's a great way to yeah. put it. Because everybody ain't born like, like how we just out natural. the womb doing it. Yeah. Salt and pepper cut. I was Come on now. Oh, At right. seven, I done put the PCJ pressing comb in a jar yeah. in my hair. Yes, baby. The PCJ. That was the first perm for black girl. What the one to make my hair swing a little bit was that PCJ. But besides that pressing comb, you get the hair pressed that first day, it would swing. But after that, it went back to the puff puff stage. Are you on social media? I am. I am on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Um, and also, I want to speak about uh, there's a, a there's a uh, event that's going on. It's called Alternatives to Violence. I just left speaking with uh, Brother Platt. They have an event at the Northwest School of Arts that's this Saturday from uh, 9 to 12. All of that negativity that's going on on the Venezuela Corridor, they're taking that and they're twisting it and turning it. It's sort of like what I have in the mental health arena. Okay. So he was other streets before, so now he's coming back to reach back and give back to the community to make sure that those individuals at the West Charlotte School, all the other schools and kids that hang out at the smoke shops, they're getting together in the ones that are in the different gangs, and, and they come together. They have Sunday hoops. Okay. Uh, Jay Murphy uh, uh, as well. Yeah. I just met with all of them today. They have amazing things they're doing over there. So this is a huge change for the babies, for a corridor, for our youth. Because if we cannot fix and help our youth, then our future is doomed. Absolutely. I love it. Speak a little bit about the health facility, the mental health facility, um, and for those people who might need those services and need to get in contact with you, what services do you provide? Absolutely. Um, my agency is called Carolina Therapeutic Services First, and we provide outpatient therapy, uh, peer support, case support, and case management. And what birthed that was, I started back having group homes when I started in the beauty industry mm-hmm. as well. But that was always on the back burner, right? Mm-hmm. But when, what happened, it was about eight years ago, the individual, there was a young man that was killed on the corner at 12 o'clock in the afternoon mm-hmm. on the corner of Bates for Emma Sal. And that moment, I had PTSD as well because I had an, an incident in 99 where my children's father was murdered. So I had PTSD. So yeah. that triggered that PTSD. That started my peace rallies. That started mm-hmm. all the things that I did to give back to that area. I had to give it back. I pulled my students in. And what got me was I was the only business on that corner mm-hmm. that closed. Mm. I said, if that happened on any other corner in Charlotte, business would have closed. I was the only, it was business as usual for everybody, everybody else except for my business. That day changed. So again, giving back, offering that grief counseling in that area, the healing needs in that area. Uh, my pastor owns the, bar, uh, the uh, car wash across the street. We do mm. prayer visuals as well with them, again with BJ Murphy. So we give back to that area. We pray over the area. With my nonprofit, we have every month we do the community cleanups in that area. Mm. So we give so much back. To that area that so much is sucking out of. And what's the nonprofit again? It's Skill Builders Institute. And if people want to support and donate, you know, can they come out and help clean up Absolutely. and do that if they want we to do that? We always post on our social media pages where we're doing our community cleanups. And what's the page for that that they can um, look? The page we have the Doobie Shop School of Cosmetology. My personal page is Miss Doobie. Okay. And then on Instagram, I'm Miss Doobie. I'm on Twitter. I am on a LinkedIn. So anywhere, just Google Miss Doobie. Doobie okay. Shop and, and Doobie we'll Shop and Miss Doobie. Google Doobie that. Shop. Doobie Shop and Miss Doobie.
can people, if they want to support financially to the efforts, are they able to, you know, send money somewhere? They can. They can volunteer or they can donate as well through the nonprofit Skill Builders Institute. And when we do the uh, thing for my birthday, we're going to do and give that back. We're going to give a free scholarship to an individual oh, that wow. cannot afford to pay for cosmetology school from the calendar proceeds. Awesome. Well, that's nice. That's excellent. And now you heard her slide in. From the calendar proceeds. What type of calendar would you talk about? Yeah, because... I'm doing a little, little calendar with my good friend, Miss Tijuana Brown. I yes. know she's out there listening somewhere. Yes. Has a Tijuana. swimsuit line. So mm-hmm. we're going to do a calendar edition for my birthday. I'm going to be August. Your beautiful wife's going to be December. December. But we're going to sell these calendars and yes. give away a scholarship. Oh, yeah, sell these calendars and push them swimsuits, boo. That's right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's going to be... With a cause. We party with a cause. Right. That's going to be a yeah. beauty. I love it. Thing right there. So you know how to find her on social media. Um, make sure that you support her. And yeah. I want to shout out uh, DJ um, Brother Daniel, mm-hmm. brother. I always say uh, Brother Rockman, <laughs> uh, Brother Norman Muhammad, mm-hmm. uh, Student Minister Corey Muhammad, mm-hmm. um, Muhammad's Miles Number Thirty Six, and the uh, Mighty Mighty FOI. And, um, of course, the peacekeepers. I appreciate it because I'm a part of the peacekeepers. You see the brothers out there in those orange T-shirts, man. You show them some love. And I remember that one morning that I was helping that lady across the street. And she was just talking. Mm -hmm. And I was saying to myself, I'm sure she's been in this situation several times across the street. But she had nobody come and and do that. And she just started talking. I was like, man, like you just be surprised if you stop and, and engage mm-hmm. with these people mm-hmm. and stop treating Batesford Road yeah. like it's some kind of condition right. or like it's COVID. Right. And you can't go, then when you get to certain parts, you got to turn your car Car- around. Uh-huh. It ain't that kind of energy over there, but I will tell you this the energy that's over there will definitely detect any fake. Come on now. That you bring in into that it, area, right? and that will be on you, my friend. Yeah, right. That right. will be on you. And I thank you for this platform. That's one thing I hate to hear is someone say, "I don't go on baseball." It looks like this. I'm like, are you really serious? Right. Where you like, want to go? Where your right. cousins at? Right. Where your friends at? Right. Where your family members at? Right. Half of them still over there. You want to go right. to South Park? Yeah. So right. And they you. don't want you over there. So they look at you like, why are you right. over here? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but now, you know, it's making a turnaround. Uh-huh. We on the up, we on the upside now. On the gentrification that's side. Right. That's mm-hmm. right. And that's another thing I fight for. Because I'm like, if y'all can do it then, you can do it now. You can do it you right can now. clean it up then, you, you can, can clean, clean it up, up now. right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any support from CMPD, you have that, 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 that office, that station down there, because I remember during the protest we were front of it. Is there any support from the CMPD? Absolutely. I can make a phone call right now. I get Chef McFadden's on board. Excellent. I have city county officials on board. I have huge support on the Batesville Corridor. Excellent. So, and I thank them for that. And that's good to know, especially for black businesses and black minority female-owned businesses, to know that um, when you're in the community and you're giving back and you're thriving as a business, that you can get the support of the city. Yes. And that there's people there who can um, help out when you need. You can be a phone call away when Absolutely. you need that. I have individuals in the mental health, behavioral health industry. They give back. They do COVID testing. They do vaccinations. We'll be doing a back-to-school drive and COVID testing 
on next Friday mm-hmm. at the school from uh, 10 to 2. Okay. We'll be doing a resourceful clinical uh, laboratory. So we're doing everything in that area so that you don't have to go outside of that area to get anything that you may need. I love it. That's a beautiful thing. I love it. Things are happening in a great way mm-hmm. over on base or the road and things are happening in a great way. If you are listening and you're watching mm-hmm. and he said, man, now I've always wanted to do hair. Yes. Like, I've always, I, you know, I thought about it, didn't do it, whatever reason. I think this would be an open introduction and invitation for you to go and see this young lady yeah. and get be a part of the process and scratch it off your bucket list. Any because of life our, is short. Yeah, and any of our kitchen beauticians who learn how to do hair during COVID because you couldn't go to your hairstylist or you could not go, couldn't go to. I started, honey, I was seven and I was a kitchen beautician at 13, honey. I had a little salon downstairs in my house. So I was a kitchen beautician until I could take in a cosmetology in high school. And then I transferred to a stylist. A cosmetologist knew how to call myself. Terminology yeah, right that, I'm not no beautician. I'm a cosmetologist. Something else still kitchen. Beautician. But you can transform. Like yeah, you can get it. It smells like fish. Because they're cooking fish, they're frying fish and doing your hair at the same time. So that's a lot. You get a fish sandwich <laughs> and. <laughs> they smell like the chicken coop. Over and you're going to do it right. right. And you're going to do it right. No. But you can definitely reach out to Therese. And Therese, you can reach out to Therese at the um, Doobie Shop School of Cosmetology. Um, You can, of course, find her as Miss Doobie on all social media platforms. So just Google Miss Doobie. Make sure you go and definitely um, look in. When is the school opening again? Our next classes are August 18th. We have our open house this Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. And we don't have another class starting until February. So you really want to get there. You got to get in where you fit in. And so they can actually come to the open house in person, right? Absolutely. Perfect. So make sure, do they need the RSVP or anything for that? Just Just show up. up. Perfect. Just show up. Go and um, see and tour the facility and start out, you know, a new business or a new trade. Mm -hmm. And as we both were saying, it's something the hair industry is never, ever, 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 ever going to die. Like, you're always going to need us. And I still consider myself a hairstylist. But you're always going to need us because even when you die, somebody got to do your hair and make it cute for you laying in that little casket, right? That is true. So even when you die, we are there to help and service you. So make sure you definitely... Reach out to my girl Teresa Teresa yeah, at the Doobie School. I know. Yeah. I don't know why I want to say Teresa. Oh, that's their friend. Because I'm at Dinner Blanc. It's the Dinner Blanc. I'm trying to put that. Ain't nobody take that book. She just walked in here with that pocketbook. Ain't nobody, ain't no one been nothing. I so want keep that on, hyphen on the end of it. Teresa. Keep on. Teresa. Yeah. I'm been looking at it. I know, but we want to thank you all for joining. Everyone who joined us on um, Facebook Live and Instagram Live and everyone who is going to go and watch the recap and subscribe or either watch the shows on GrownTVNetwork.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting. Let me give you a quick rundown, too, before we go. So Mm -hmm. don't forget um, Mm GrownFitWear.com. Okay, we're going to get Therese. 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 And not no Therese. She liked it a little bit now. She said she liked it a little bit now. I don't know. I didn't go back. She said she liked it a little bit now. She liked the swing of it. I don't know. 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 I
And um, the 21st, McGraw-Hawn Theater. Yes. J. Anthony Brown. Yes. He's taking a special and just added to the show. He's your boy. So my baby make daddy. sure you go down there, um, get your tickets. Get your you know tickets. how that's going to be. Yeah. You know how that's going to be. And then after that, uh, after that, yeah. your man um going to take you to Harvard Beacon. That's right. For my man, Sean, also entertainment, uh, ENT is born date. But yeah. me and Kid Capri. The Kid Capri. Do, All white party. Thing. All right. All white dinner party. Yeah. going to do our thing. So. Um, check me out tomorrow, inshallah, 3 to 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Grown Man Radio on V. Yeah. And um, I can't thank this young lady enough. Yes, Taking yes. Taking time out of her schedule. Yeah. And coming and being a great guest. Great guest. information great is the, the new currency. currency. And you gave out some great information tonight. I mean, some some, some real good. Some solid, profound information. And if people are not supporting you, they understand why they need to support you now. Not only from being able to learn a new trade and business, but also what she's doing in the community and giving back. So if you personally can't be there, this is an organization. This is a young lady, a female, a black boss that you can support. Not only from um, the trade services that she does with cosmetology, but also from the mental health services. So make sure, again, you follow her, the Doobie School of Cosmetology, Miss Doobie, on all platforms. And follow me, too. Y2 underscore Yolanda on Instagram and Yolanda Belser on Facebook and I am Albany also on Instagram. Yeah, follow me at Tone X Comedy. All right, and it's speaking of comedy, last of the Thursday, yeah, because of scheduling conflict will be moved, yes, um, to September. September. So there is no show, um, this month, yes, we'll be back. September. Yes. So we'll be back August. Deal. Yep. September. Right. I'm sorry. It's September deal. the 16th. September 16th is the next show. And if you purchase tickets already for August 19th, your tickets will automatically roll over so you can use them on um, the September show. Or if you want your refund, we'll give you a money back too. We easily work with But, you, but like, you want you want to roll them over because you definitely want to be minutes. there. We have the live um, band. You know, roll them over like cell phone, man. Still right. do that? Yeah, right. do. We right. do. Right. We yeah. can roll your stuff over for you. Um, I got a tone X random question of the night. I got another one. Okay, go ahead um, before we go. Y'all do hell. You ever be watching TV? Let's say news. Mm. And you see the female newscasters mm-hmm. come on and you be like, baby. Mm-hmm. You, you listen. You know about the doobie shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you trying to get me in trouble. Mama. Come on now. And this a D camera that ain't showing it. me everything. That ain't Absolutely. it. You can tell by her reaction. Some things you don't even need to answer. You can tell by the reaction. Of course, we watch do- the doobie shop TV outside of our windows every day, so you know we watch that. But yeah, so we do- we don't say anything. You know, we don't want to throw shade. We're not you shade. need to send like cards or something to some of the news. Be like, just in case, right? You should come holler at us because they'll get the picture. They'll be like, Listen, well, I ain't gonna say nothing because sometimes the news pop up on my location and I'm looking crazy. They like, Hey, can you tell us what happened today on Bates? Oh. And I'm like, Uh, so I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Ain't no such thing as an unattractive black woman, God. I know that's no, right. No matter what you're doing. We are all queens. Right. This is so much queens. information tonight in here. This was yes. a, listen, it was a podcast. It was a uh, hair reunion show. Right. All right. And um, we're so thankful that you took time out to put your ear on us and your eyes. Yeah. Catch us next week. Next week. When the topic 
will be. Come on now. When did you know you were black? Come on now. When did you know you were black? Got my nephew Adrian on here. Let me tell you. That's going to be a good one, baby. You don't want to miss that. Do not want to miss that. And y'all think about that. When did you realize or when did it occur to you that That you you were a black person? And what did that mean when you realized that? Mm, We're going to talk about it. So thank you again for joining. Join us next Tuesday, same time, same place. Got to shout out EQ Studios and my producer, Kirk. It's a crew, Yes. Come on. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. I enjoyed this so much. Come on, man. 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 Come on,